Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, dude. What up, bro? How's it going? You know, um, got the kids off to school today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh-huh. been a great start to the day. Woke up early for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yada yada yada. Let's get to the trophy. Quit stalling. Okay. Well, come on. I know what you really want to talk about. Lofa won a golf tournament. Come on, let's get the story. Yeah, the kids, I mean, the kids, the kids. Yada yada yada. School. Yada yada yada. Look at you. There picture, you are. Look at that picture. Picture's worth a thousand words. I mean, I could I could say more than a thousand words on that that win. Uh, huge, huge underdogs. If you are at our sponsor, betonline.ag, you know, just a, a Cinderella story. We came back. What was the tournament? What was the, what was it for? Uh, at Bremerton, uh, it was at gold mountain, uh, nice little track. It was for the boys and girls club. You see big Mike Tice in the background. We were on a team and, uh, also had, uh, Huskies and legend Michael Jackson on oh, the team. Yeah. And yeah. so the team, we were, we were pretty stacked. And, was it just uh, the three of you guys, or was there a fourth that you're not mentioning? It was actually an eightsome. So wow. you know how they usually have a one A and one B. Uh-huh. They said just combine the two groups and uh, and count, you know, best ball, or whatever. So it okay. was uh, some. There were some very good scores, none better than ours, obviously. And <laughs> uh, and yet that that is my second trophy of the year. I was. Uh, as I, I think I said to the picture from it was the, the cannabis cup for bowling. And uh, we came home. My other company, 1937 Farms, came home with that championship. Nice. It's, uh, it's been a good year. So I think the only way we can end this is with the Hawks winning a Super Bowl. You know? Oh, I love it. Yeah, man. get the hat trick. <laughs> Sign me up, man. So you got bowling, golf. All right, cool. What, what, what trophy's next for Lofa to Tupu, though? You got badminton coming up, uh, cornhole, maybe. What, uh, what do you got? I don't know. Might have to try something. Maybe have me an Oscar. I don't know. Oh, oh, we'll we'll get into your budding acting career later <laughs> in the show. I put it in the rundown. Don't worry. Oh, I saw uh, that. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get the show going for real? Then let's get on with it. Let's go, partner. All right. Hit the theme song, please. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get them up, get them up, get them up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Go. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's Lofa. My player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Three. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. 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 
It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. We're also on Brinks TV and anywhere you get podcasts. So thank you for checking us out at Believe in Seahawks on any social media. Also, the email is SeahawksPod at gmail.com. If you've got questions, comments, or uh, congratulations for Lofa and his golf team, you can send those to SeahawksPod at gmail.com. Joining me as always is Seahawks All Pro linebacker Seahawks legend USC Trojans legend he's in the house he's loaf at the tupu what's up buddy Carter. ready to do the show always oh yeah hey before we really get into it some business to take care of it's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season and as always bet online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season get updated on odds props contests including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest. Did you hear me, people? Half a million dollars is being given away at betonline.ag in their uh, mega what, NFL mega contest. <laughs> Sounds pretty big. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, man. Uh, it's the world's largest of of its kind. So get in there and uh, get in on it. There's also a $200,000 NFL survivor contest open right now. So get to betonline.ag and use the promo code believe B L E A V. And, and guess what, Lofa? It used to be a 50% welcome bonus. You know what it is now? You want to take a guess? 51 100% welcome uh, bonus I guess at betonline.ag. A half a million dollar contest, a $200,000 contest, and 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Promo code believe. What are you guys waiting for? Get over there. All right. right. <laughs> Loaf is pumped. You can tell. Woo! <laughs> Woo! All right. On today's episode, Lofa, uh, the Seahawks played another game, sort of. It was the third preseason game, and thankfully the preseason is over. The Seahawks won it 27 to nothing. They also uh, signed some new guys or traded for some players. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff to get talking about here. But let's start with the game that was the final preseason game against the Chargers. We win it 27 to nothing. And, um, you know, Pete said it was a solid game. I couldn't agree more. I think it was the game they needed. There was a lot of energy. What did you think, Lofa? Yeah, I agree. And uh, with all said by you and Pete, it was a good showing. Uh, we needed it, especially, mm -hmm. uh, you know, defensively after, what, 30 and 20, you know, um, getting put on by the opposing offenses. So it was, uh, it was good to come away with a shutout. And, um, you know, I don't know how much we've learned, but just happy that the preseason's over and we're getting to the games that count. Yeah. Uh, I, before we really break down the X's and O's, what do you think of these Chargers yellow pants? Oh, man. I still I, I don't love anything about them since they've gone from San Diego to L.A. So yeah. I used to I used okay. to, I, I was born in San Diego, so I used to have some love for them. It's gone. Oh, gone. so no matter what they do, this is it's done for you. The, the love is over unless they meet us in the Super Bowl and lose to us. Then I'll love them. Then I'll love them again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like the yellow pants. I'm not, I'm not a fan. 
not i don't like it i like their powder blue but not the yellow pants anyway uh, powder blue even thinking. worse Ugh, it's like ucla <laughs> What do you guys think about their pants? Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Um, all right. Well, hey, look, preseason games are over, but I have to ask again for the third week in a row, have the starters played enough? Because, you know, not like I want to see them out there. I know it's preseason. I know it doesn't count, but you like to get them to knock the rust off a little bit. I mean, have they played enough? What are your thoughts on this, this preseason as a whole and on all the guys that were kind of held out the whole time? Have they played enough? They haven't played at all, Brett. Yeah. I, I don't know which games you were watching, but right. I didn't see any of our starters out there. Not Russ, not Bobby. I don't think Dunlap, Puna. Uh, none of the guys that we're counting on, none of them got reps, and I don't believe they needed them, so mm-hmm. I'm not too worried. But um, you, you do worry or wonder, not a worry, but I wonder about conditioning. And uh, I know they're pros and they work hard. Russ actually looks the best. He's looked in the last few years coming into camp. He's shredded right now. Bobby's always true. So I'm not worried too much. But when you don't get those reps, it's uh, it's tough to reach back, you know, when you get to the second half and really say, okay, uh, I have the, the wind for this for the next two quarters. So we'll see. Um, but Well, that's that was exactly going to be my question, Lofa. I mean, and you can speak to it better than anyone. The difference between practice reps and then obviously playing in a game, isn't there – there's a difference in the speed, right? You can't oh, replicate. Hell yeah. And then, you know, I'm not – I don't want to say effort, but stress and, like, you know, how your body tenses up in a real game and, you know, getting off of blocks. Because, you know, it's not as hardcore in practice. And, you know, naturally and they, they have the thud rule, so they hit but don't tackle to the ground. So you wonder if the muscle memory is forgetting to run the run the feet, you know, because if you continually practice just hitting, then without taking them to the ground, then I don't know. So some sloppy tackling maybe could be something to mm-hmm. look for in the first game if you are worried. But, um, you know, uh, we got the the all-time leading tackler. So I'm not too worried about it out of him, but maybe some of the other guys. Yeah. I hear you, man. I, I, it, it's got me a little nervous. I have to Just say. Just the condition However, I'm nervous about. The condition. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, think about like in high school when, you know, I played both sides, football, offense, defense in, um, you know, high school, you know, Ironman. And you, you always thought you were in great shape until you go to basketball. And then you're like, well, that's not basketball shape. So, right. Um, it's, it's, you know, I wonder if the wind's going to be there. That's all I wonder. Yeah. It's got me a little nervous, man. I, you know, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see what happens here. Let's talk some running backs, uh, because man, Alex Collins, I mean, this third game was pretty much the Alex Collins show. Uh, we both love him. We've talked about him a million times on the show. I, like, I, I think we really love what he brings to the table. You know, he's still only in his like fifth season, I think, yeah. which is, strange because it feels like he's been around forever but i forget how relatively young he is and man he looks good dude like i i'm so excited to see him play what'd you make of his game yeah he's a stud um when he's coming out of arkansas i couldn't believe he lasted until the fifth round and um you know john just knowing value uh that was a real value add and then you know unfortunately it didn't work out the first time around but Went to Baltimore, did his thing, came back, and he, you know, looks like he's uh, really putting in more work. He looks in better shape than he was as as a rookie when he was here, and uh, he's always been able to do some unbelievable things. If you get him out in space, there's some things you can't teach, and when uh, you know, like a great running back knows when he's got a guy out, you know, out leveraged, and that's when you see those just complete 
ankle breaking. We, you know, we saw him do it to the corner. Oh, saw yeah. him do it to another linebacker. And like, that's the stuff you can't teach that man. Like a kid either has that and he knows spatial awareness, how to set somebody up and, and make them look bad. Yeah. And I mean that one of those is a first round pick too now. So it's not, not like that guy doesn't want to tackle. Like he, he can oh, tackle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. Some of the moves he's putting on out there. I mean, catching the ball to the backfield too. I think he had like six or seven yep. receptions or something like that. So, I mean, he just looked great. I had a great game and I mean, it just, kind of leads me to ask the question about running backs coming out of camp here. Like who are we keeping, who are we releasing? Is there trade value for some of these guys? Um, you know, what about Rashad Penny? Let's, let's talk about it. We talked about this might be a make or break camp for him uh, with the team. There's trade rumors out there being floated on Twitter already of maybe they might be looking to move Rashad or Alex Collins or one of these running backs, get some value back for him. Um, how do you see this playing out in the running backs room? Yeah, I don't know in terms of trade value how much Rashad holds just because of the injury history. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, if anybody was going to be moved for, you know, some value and, you know, a draft picker or a pro- another player, it would be Alex, especially with what he's shown he can do, what he's done in the past. I know, but I don't want to let him go, man. That no. Would, the offense didn't want to lose him the first time around. They're going to be yeah. pissed the second time around, especially after that last game, man. Yeah, no. Uh, but then, you know, you, you want to talk depth and – a guy that really in the first game or two showed a ton of versatility and, and reason to have a lot of confidence behind Carson is uh, DJ Dallas. And, uh, you know, I keep talking about it. I know it was just college, but averaging six a carry is uh, pretty impressive. And, uh, and then everything he's shown he could do. There's um, maybe some tough decisions to be made back there, but I just, I don't think that they, they give up on Penny just yet, just because, I mean, Pete's always raving about him. Each year, he said he's came in better, looking better and faster. He did look very explosive uh, into the flats when he caught one of those passes. So we'll, we'll see. Um, and then, you know, with Chris's, uh, with Carson's injury history, it's, you know, he's he's missed a couple games every year, and yeah. um, so it doesn't hurt to have depth back there. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, but dude, if they if they trade Alex Collins but keep Penny or you know, I mean the fans, dude, the fans, people lose their minds, don't you think? I got faith in John. Uh, he always seems to do the right thing. So, what about Travis Homer? Because don't forget <clears throat> there oh. too. I mean, how many of these guys do they keep coming out of camp? Because you know, off the top of my head, you got Carson, obviously Rashad Penny, yeah. uh, DJ Dallas, Homer, and then Collins, and then uh, uh, Josh. Um, who was running the ball there at the end of the game. I mean, he looked quick too. You know, he was fast and Josh Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a stacked room right now. How many do they keep and which ones do you think are on this roster game one? I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the I think they keep five. Um, so Carson, Penny, Alex, uh, DJ Dallas, and then Homer, I think are the five that make it. Um, and Homer is, almost exclusively a third down back and uh but more importantly a core special teams guy that, that yeah. does it all so um so i'm gonna say five all right uh let's move on to guys that were making their debut or a guy that made his debut and i mean talk about excited i'm pumped to see this guy play he looks quick and everything d eskridge he hit the field for the first time caught a few passes uh took a ball on a like a wide receiver fly sweep you know and just looked I mean, he just looks like a, a sports car out there. He looks, he's just like got a different gear, man. He looks like everyone else is in slow motion to my eye. What'd you make of uh, D Eskridge's debut in a Seahawks uniform? 
Yeah, definitely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very explosive. I mean, especially that, that sweep you said, and then also the over route. But, you know, I, for all the hype, I'm going to need to see him keep his feet on that over route, you know, going to the ground. That wasn't really that hard of a catch. He was catch it right there. Let me see. Let me see you use those jets and turn up field. So, of course, I'm going to be a little hard on him. That's our essentially our first round pick, right? Yeah, yeah he's a rook. You know, you yeah. got to gotta let him know. Yeah. You can't can't let these rookies get the big head. Yeah. Pete seemed excited. Uh, the quote from Pete here is, he looks like the guy we hoped we would get when we picked him and we're thrilled about it. So I, I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of, like, just plays called for him. Don't you think a little bit? I mean, he's kind of that guy. Seems like he might be able to be. He is who they thought he was. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to shout out a different receiver too, though, who had a good game and I think had a good preseason. I'm a lobby for this guy to make the team, even though I know the receivers room is stacked. Aaron Fuller. Okay. I know I'm a Husky fan, but I'm not just being a homer. I mean, he caught a bunch of contested balls uh, in the first three preseason games, had some good yards after contact. There was that one really good physical catch against the Raiders where he threw the guy off him and got some extra yards. He's been taking tough hits after catching some balls and hanging on. Uh, Truly not just being a homer. I think Aaron Fuller's had a great camp and made a really good case to make this team. Yeah, I agree. Um, what's the what's the depth looking like? Who do you who do you got making? I'm gonna ask flip it on you right now. Uh, but I, I agree with you on Fuller. Well, I think that Tyler Lockett is safe. Yeah. You know should, should be good. Yeah. TK Metcalf seems like he might make the score. Uh, I had him as a bubble guy, but okay. <laughs> um and then you know, you got D Eskridge, he'll, he'll be Eskridge, there. So that's three. That's three. Um, and then, uh, I well, dude, it's a, I'd have to almost go to the roster now at this point because I think Fuller should be there. Penny Hart. Penny Hart. They threw him a bunch of balls. You know, he wasn't able to connect on some of those deep ones, but, you know, the, everything from camp says that he's been playing really well. Yeah. Um, who else out there? Connor Weddington was a guy that I know we were both rooting for, but just doesn't really seem like he's been able to get the time out there or get things thrown his way. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of question marks at wide receiver. It depends on which guys are playing better in special teams, doesn't it? That's really what it comes down to. Um, so so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, Foley's got a chance, and he did impress in, in each of the games that he, he got action in. Yeah. What about the offense in general, though? I mean, it's been three games now. <clears throat> You've gotten to see Shane Waldron's offense. <clears throat> I mean, it feels like game three was the only game we really got to see it. <laughs> on full display sort of i mean game three was clearly the best game right like they were locked in the energy was there but yeah. just in terms of the new guy there it, it, calling shots for the offense what do, you, what do you think of this whole thing so far it's hard to tell isn't it it's impossible to tell because he doesn't have the guys that are going to be executing the game playing in there um yeah. you know we haven't seen russ yet haven't seen you know uh lockett or metcalf really at all um so um still tough to tell and uh you know, to be determined, uh, I guess is how we'll, we'll, we'll stamp that. Well, how do we, how do we quantify this or, or equate this? Like, are you, what, are you nervous about the offense going into the season? What are your, dude, I don't I, know what, what kind of if, team we got. <laughs> if, if anything, yeah. I'm, yeah I, this is the weirdest I've ever felt going into a Seahawks season. Yeah. I mean, to go into a season, not play any of your starters with a new offensive coordinator, as a little cause for concern. So um, we'll see. Like I said, uh, I but what gives me faith is offense generally, other than last year, last year was an anomaly because in the history of 
Pete, Pete's uh, tenure here, offense always started slow. Defense hmm. came out the gates hot, kicked ass, got the ball back. And then, you know, during the later half of the season, that's when Russ and all the guys got going on offense. Well, last year it was flipped and, you know, a number of reasons, uh, no fans in the stands, you know, all that, uh, a little easier for offenses to check to a perfect play. And as we stated, so uh, that's why we were seeing all those 400 yard games. And that's why our defense started slow, but the way we have finished the season, you know, and we got almost all of those pieces back, Still missing one big piece, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in KJ Wright. Mm-hmm. But the way we finished it and the way they were pass rushers coming to life, um, I got faith in the defense to at least hold us in until we figure out what we have on offense. But right. well, speaking the, of it, oh, sorry. The, the chemistry with Russell and the two receivers, though, you know, Lockett and uh, and Metcalf, that's it's got to give you some assurance, especially with a ground game and Chris Carson. Absolutely. And then uh, don't forget Gerald Everett, too. I mean, we didn't get to see him all preseason. Yeah. Honestly, I think half the reason I can't do it off the top of my head is because we just haven't seen anyone playing out there, (laughs) I feel like. Anyway, um, speaking of the defense, though, let's flip over to that side of the ball because they they really had a great game. I mean, like you said, shutting them out after giving Mm -hmm. up 50 points in the first two games. So Cody Barton had a game for himself again. Nick Ballore had a game again. Mm -hmm. Um, That first defensive TD between uh, created by Cody Barton and Marquise Blair was just I mean, dude, that was like the two Utes. The, the Seahawks fan in me was just, you know, overjoyed. And I feel like that really set the tone for the game, right? Brought the energy. Absolutely. Um, anytime you get a defensive score is huge. Um, Cody with, I don't know if it was like his fourth or fifth sack of the preseason. And he came unblocked. Man. You, you kind of saw him like almost stutter step because he was like, wait, am I really? Okay, I'm just going to go for it here. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, it was amazing. Look um, at great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, the two Utes coming up big. Yeah, man, right. Yeah, there's Marquise there returning the fumble there. Yeah, that was sweet. That was just a sweet play. But um, the uh, the defense in general, like, just had a great game, right? And it's the game they needed, like I said at the beginning, right? Yeah, um, still not sure how much we found out. All right, we found out, you know, Cody is still balling, still kicking ass. Nick Ballore, stud. I mean, yep. we mentioned him. Yeah, just out there playing fullback, special teams, and linebacker now. Um, and you know, secondary wise, there's just I feel like there's just a little too much cushion. And obviously, the don't give up the deep ball is like the number one philosophy of Pete and his his cornerbacks. And but there was some of those. It's almost like last year when we were playing the Bills, and there was some of these. You know, the corners were just off by like 10 yards, like not even in the screen when the receiver caught the ball. And like, and it wasn't like it was a tight camera angle. It was a wide, wide. He was backed out. You could see eight yards of space in between him and the defender. Um, so that is, uh, well, I mean, we'll probably get to it in the, you know, in the next segment or two. Why, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll take about news is coming. New, new acquisitions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but first, wait, let me take a second, though, to chat about linebackers uh, or one linebacker in particular, because uh, this story is out there and I, I love this story and I'm rooting for this guy. John Radigan uh, is a linebacker for the Seahawks who I hadn't even heard this game on or name, honestly, uh, really all that much because he he we got him a few years ago. Uh, he played at Army, did his college football at Army. 
and stuff like that. Had an injury that he's battling for a while. Finally got to play a little bit in preseason game number three. Um, he received permission from the Army to pursue his NFL career and all that. But he finally got all this playing time in game three. And a lot of people are thinking with the depth issues at linebacker that he's got a real chance to make this team even after only sort of playing in this one game, really. There he is in the game from uh, you know the other night. But I just think it's a cool story. And Pete mentioned him specifically in his press conference after the game saying that Radigan really flashed for him. And you know a lot of people are really rooting for him to make the team just because it's such a cool story. No, absolutely. Um, shout out to all the, you know, service men and women out there, especially right now. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a great story. We would love to see him make the squad. And uh, he has a chance with, I mean, when you got to pull a fullback over to linebacker, um, you know, because of the injury to BBK, mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, it does make some room and some consideration. And if Pete mentioned him by name, then, you know, he's – He's uh, climbing the ladder of, of Pete's favorites just in terms of just like a guy that's flashed, like you said. Yeah, well, you know who's climbing the ladder of one of my favorites? <laughs> Sweet segue, right? I'm a pro. Uh, Daryl Taylor, man. Daryl ah, Taylor looks good, dude. He preseason. Looks, he looks good coming off the edge. And you know what else? Bonus points for wearing sunglasses at his post-game presser. So, Daryl Taylor, buddy. Let's talk about number 52, man. He's He's looking sweet. There he is. Look at there he is at the press conference wearing the shades. You got a guy who is seen his first game action really ever. <laughs> He's throwing the shades on the press conference. I love it. Confident. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a fine line between confidence and cocky. And I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's a <laughs> I feel like it's a line I ride every day, Lofa. It's a, it's a strong statement he's making there. Um, but you know what? It's actually the best I've seen him look all preseason. Good for him. Yeah. There you go, right? What about his play, though, on the field, man? I mean, he looks pretty quick coming around the edge. I know it's just preseason, but no, we got yeah. a lot of depth, you know? I mean, I just in terms of, like, depth-wise, you like to see this from a guy who's maybe one of your depth guys, but he's really getting in the backfield a lot. No, absolutely. He, um, you know, he's shown a lot of athleticism and explosion off the, off the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, great get-off. Some good bend to him when he came around on that play specifically that, that you're showing. And, uh, yeah, you can never have enough pass rushers. I'll say that much um, to put the pressure on the quarterback and, and get that ball to come out a little quicker. It can maybe, you know, hide some some problems you might have elsewhere uh, in, in coverage if, if that's the case. What about you, though, with the sunglasses? you ever wear sunglasses to a presser? I can't. I don't think so. I can't remember. No. What about sunglasses inside in general? Are you a sunglasses inside kind of guy? Uh, not not a huge sunglasses guy anyways. I mean, okay. I'll, you know, like I'll wear them to a golf tournament, but I won't wear them while I'm playing. Uh-huh. I don't know. And but definitely do. not, not inside. I don't. I like sunglasses, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if we got a definitive answer there. No. There you go. <laughs> Well, yeah, the defense gave up zero, though. The shutout was sweet. Um, uh, and, you know, hey, it was it was a preseason game. Oh, uh, last shout out, though, for the game. Let's shout out Michael Dixon, who we have not talked about all preseason, but he's the Ooh. man. He's our punter. It's weird to talk about the punter, when you, but when you've got one like Dixon, you might as well mention him. That punt that he hit in this preseason game that just defied physics and checked up uh, right on the goal line there. And then, um, oh, shout out again to Aaron Fuller for keeping it inbounds and everything on a sweet special teams play. That's how you make the team, buddy. But uh, Dixon's a weapon, isn't he? And I don't know. Let's just give him some love. 
Yeah. I mean, he's been to the Pro Bowl or All Pro a year or two ago. Probably should have went last year. I just probably didn't have enough attempts, uh, you know, with how Russ was cooking early in the uh, season. So, but he definitely, he changes field position for you. That's a true weapon. And then able to pin them down there. It's huge. Field position, um, you know, that leads to, you know, getting more opportunities. So absolutely, he's a weapon. But I, I missed that punt that you were talking about. I was probably going to the bathroom. Oh, dude, you got to look this thing up online. It is a thing of beauty. He launches this thing. And it's like one of those that's like the punt is going so deep that you're like, there's no way this is going to not just go right through the end zone. And then it just, I mean, it's like he, like, like Lofa Tatupu on the, on a, on a fairway on an approach shot. It just, you know. You almost had me there, but you've seen one punt. You've seen them all. No, oh, please. Whatever. Not, not when it comes to Michael Dixon. Also, I love that the Seahawks have had two entertaining punters in a row. I love it. Right. Well, one's entertaining. Like we talking about Johnny Ryan, like off. I wish they, I wish they had a Johnny Ryan show. <laughs> he probably does have his own show. Actually. He probably deserved one while he was here though. Yeah. Uh, I have some more news to do. That's why I was rustling the papers. Exciting news. Our podcast is partnering with play action pools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport that we love the most. You'll be able to get on the action with our play action pools.com football pick them challenge, which is open for everybody. So here's how it works. Now this is, this is a, a, a believe thing for the network here. So here's how it works. You sign up for our contest, the believe football pick them at play action pools.com. And then you put your picks in each week. And we are going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between the NFL and college football. So those are the games you're going to be picking from. And whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Are you kidding me? little something for the face, a little something for the feet. Lofa says he loves sunglasses, and I know he wears shoes sometimes. Huge sunglass, guys. Huge sunglass. <laughs> Again, go to playactionpools.com. Sign up for the contest. The Believe, that's us, B-L-E-A-V, football pick them. Oh, I guess I should have do- let Lofa do that. You hey, can't what? be saying my lines, bro. I'm oh, sorry. What are we called, Lofa? Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Playactionpools.com. Um, Lofa, up next for us here on the show, let's talk some Seahawks contracts. We've been doing this for weeks now, but... Uh, there's more stuff going on and also trades and things like that. So um, uh, first up, though, contracts. Quandre Diggs still looking for a new contract. W- what are we going to do here? What's uh, this is wh- where did this one come from and what are we going to do with this? It's real. This one is tough, man. And because I love Quandre. We all love Quandre, right? Yeah, um, he's done nothing but ball out since he's got here from Detroit. Uh whole locker room loves him they they always talking about how awesome he is so what's tough here is that while he did make a pro bowl or two since being here uh we have a lot of depth at safety and so this is where i think you know the stalemate with jamal was coming in too because you know we got blair we got neil you know we got damaris randall who could go back there and play safe so it's it's kind of like Man, that's a tough position to be in um, either either way because they're not they're not forced to do something. You know, I think they would like to, but you know, with with they had to get Jamal contract underway, and then you know, right now, 
as much as it pains me to say it, even, you know, age-wise, Dwayne is yeah. really is really one that takes precedent over over Quandre's situation. Well, you mentioned Dwayne. I mean, that's the other contract we want to talk about because he's still looking mm-hmm. for his contract. And uh, you know, there's been there's a couple injuries net lingering on the offensive line with Posick and um uh uh his name escapes me offhand, but there's a there's a couple lingering injuries, and so getting Dwayne back is like has always been a priority, but it's even more important than ever. And I mean, dude, how do, how do you see this one shaking out? This one's got to get done. And then how how does that affect Quandre? Like, I just need to know what's going to happen, man. I'm nervous. Look into your crystal ball. Help me out here. Are they going to get figured out before the season goes with Dwayne? You can't really predict these things, man. It's, uh, it's they got to come to an agreement. And, um, you know, I, that, they, I think Dwayne has – a lot of leverage here because they they don't have anybody behind them. They have a six round pick, right? Mm-hmm. That you know has not looked awesome against. And you know it's no knock. Oh, on he him. looks like it's, a rookie. He looks yeah, like a tough learning the league and finding yeah. his place. He's you know he's he's it's trying to best to out there, but he's not Dwayne Brown. You know, come on. It's tough to play in those trenches as a rookie, man. That's why yeah. I gave Lewis a lot of credit. You know, um, but yeah, man, I don't. That one has to get done. Um, you know, for a number of reasons, but namely, you know, keeping number three upright is the biggest reason. And so uh, I hope Shane Waldron's got a lot of uh, play action roll to the right. If, uh, if not, because, because Russ is going to be on the run a lot. Yeah. I mean, do you think they get this one done though, before the season, they've got some time here before the first game, you know? Yeah. What do we got? 14, 13 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's coming up quick, so they better they better get to talking. But again, it's I don't think it's like you know a three four year extension. We're looking at like maybe an extra an added year, so this year plus a year, and just bring some more guaranteed into the play. And um, and you know, because I don't know where he ranks. We'll have to figure that one out next week if uh, if he's still not signed uh, in terms of. On tackles and, and, and you know pace lot, but um, you know he deserves to be up there, you know considerably high for for what the tackles do and what's asked of him. You know, especially you know that's a leader, right? So um, you know he's one that, that speaks up and, and everybody listens. Uh, you know, on the offensive line. Well, hopefully the same thing will happen that happened with Jamal Adams's contract, which is as soon as we finished talking about it on recording yeah. a podcast, he signed immediately. We didn't have a chance to talk about it, so. Hopefully that happens with Dwayne. Um, if that happens, we're coming back and re-recording. Okay. okay. <laughs> we're not going to be late to that one. I got a golf tourney to play in. Um, <laughs> better fucking win. Uh, wait, but, so they, they made a move, though. Okay, so they traded for Sidney Jones. We, we got to get mm-hmm. to this here because this happened just before we started recording this podcast. I actually had to slip this into the rundown last minute. So they they just traded for Sidney Jones uh, from the Jaguars. He was drafted in 2017. Of course, played at the UW. Uh, shined in college. Was just a you know really standout player in college. Two time first team All Pac 12. He gets drafted in the second round by the Eagles in 2017. He won a Super Bowl with them actually when they won the Super Bowl. And then he played one season in in uh, Jacksonville last year. And now he got traded to us for a sixth round pick. I mean. You know, we were you kind of touched on it there with Quandre Diggs. Like, this might have ramifications for that, but then also the Seahawks. I mean, I feel like we're getting a pretty quality DB here. How do you feel about Sidney Jones coming in? 
Yeah, I haven't seen a whole lot of him since he's left UW, but um, I know he, you know, wreaked havoc on the pack with with all those other guys they they had back there. I think Buddha was there and uh, uh, Murphy. Uh, who else? They had another one too. So I mean, they were yeah, they were stacked. And um, but yeah, great ball player. He would have been a first round pick, but he got I believe he got hurt on his pro day. Like yeah, um, where's Achilles on his pro on day. his pro day? He would have been a first round pick. So that's why it was incredible that for someone to tear their Achilles at a team. To, to, you know, it wasn't just the Eagles. I, you know, I heard several teams are ready to take him in the second and third round. Um, it says a lot about you as a player. And so hopefully you can regain that form and, um, you know, yeah, find a, a place for him to, you know, compete over here. I know it was a six-round pick, so I think that's uh, that's real good value in terms of uh, a guy that, you know, has shown he can play in this league uh, when healthy and, uh, you know, get the opportunity. Yeah, and he's got experience. You know, he's already had four seasons under his belt. So, you know, he's an experienced guy and uh six feet tall 180 pounds like kind of rangy cornerback and i feel like cornerback is the position for us that's like sort of like a lot of question marks at cornerback as to who's playing where and when and who's mm-hmm. starting i know um uh we got some like nagging injuries over there too so adding some depth but i would say does that mean that some of these guys like a demarius randall who've been sliding into cornerback do they move them out to safety now? And where does that put Quandre Diggs in his contract? You know, like to your point earlier. So does Sidney Jones coming in affect Quandre Diggs maybe in that whole thing? I mean, it's not going to help, right? Uh, again, you know, I don't think this is a move like, okay, we we think Quandre is going to hold out or hold in. So <laughs> if he's not there, we need to go get some more depth. I think we have plenty of depth, especially with how, how well Marquise has played, you know, Blair and then Ryan Neal. Every time a guy steps on the field, he makes a play. I mean, find a find a place for that guy to play. Create a position if you have to. Um, but Sidney Jones, I think this says a lot more about where where how much confidence they have at corner and um, and or maybe not right. And so uh, go get a guy for a six round pick, take a flyer, see see how uh, how well he plays. And um, again, when we get our starters in there for the pass rush, it can shore up a lot of uh, you know loose ends, so to speak, or maybe. Um, unfortunate blemishes we have right now on defense and uh, that ball comes out faster and you just, just get somewhere in that frame and you'll make a play. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. He's got like a week and a half to, to get in there and get ready to go. And um, it's going to be interesting to see who they put out there starting quarterback week one. That's uh, an interesting thing. That's I'm stripping over myself. We'll have to cut this part out later. I don't even know what I'm talking about. What I want to get to is our third live read of the day. My God. Uh, Lofa, tell me about balancing your alkaline and your pH and all that kind of stuff and why that's important for people. Because you don't want to be too acidic. Mm. You know who's not too acidic anymore? Former NBA player Lamar Odom. He's got a company. It's called Balance 7. You go to balance7.com, use our promo code BELIEVE. You get free shipping on your order at balance7.com. And you get your pH all lined up and your alkalines and get get all that acid out of your body and start feeling better and, you know, performing better. More energy is the thing with this. So go to balance7.com, use promo code BELIEVE. Lofa, looking around the NFL a little bit. Uh, getting away from our Seahawks, it's going to be the year of the rookie quarterback, man. Don't you think? Like, there's a lot of rookie quarterbacks out there. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. The Patriots released Cam Newton. Holy smokes. The Mac Jones era has begun in New England. Uh, Trey Lance up there in San Francisco. I mean, 
lots of rookie quarterbacks. I figure we just look around. I don't know if you've gotten to see many of them play or not, but I mean, off the top of our heads, like which ones starting, which ones are holding a clipboard? And do you think any of these guys get rookie of the year and which one would it be? Well, I mean, they're going the non-traditional route of like just throwing them into the fire, right? That's what we've seen from a lot of teams lately is draft a guy high and then let him sit for a year behind a a quarterback. I think that's going to be the case in Chicago. I think that's going to be the case um, in, in San Fran, although they are saying they're going to experiment with, you know, the two quarterback system, which I don't know how well that'll work, but we'll see. He will be out there for a couple of plays. That's what it looks like. Like maybe a package kind of like Taysom Hill had, in uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans, but that being said, this could this could be a, uh, a quarterback class that we look back on and uh, like that that eighty three or eighty four with Marino and all those guys that came out is just uh, just a group of just ballers and yeah. I think that's the case especially you know Lawrence um, th- the guy's lost four games in his entire career <laughs> and I think I think I think the three or two they lost this year. Yeah, that's more than half of the games he's lost in his entire since he went to high school, since he went to college. One of those I think was was a national championship, so it's like you can't even really fault him for that. And um, his hair has never lost. Huh? His hair has never lost anything. Undefeated, undisputed <laughs> champion of hair. But um, yeah. So I mean, you know, until even even when you go to a situation, you know, like a team like like Jacksonville who hasn't had a lot of success, you know, he. He, he's shown that he could do it. I mean, at Clemson, even like coming in behind Deshaun Watson and keeping them at the same level of success, that is no easy feat, my man. Mm-hmm. So confidence in him. I have seen film on Wilson. That guy, I mean, he can make every throw. Like, you know, they say that a lot about a lot of guys, but I mean, he was just so effortlessly and on the move and, and they've had seen comparisons to Rodgers and rightfully so. Uh, mm. It's high praise, but he has looked that good. So, but um, man, Mac Jones, I, all three of those Bama quarterbacks, Tua, Hurts, and Mac, I mean, they, they got that iconic picture of them all smoking stogies after the national championship. And I mean, they're all going to be starting in, in the NFL, and that's incredible. So, yeah, that's um, amazing. Yeah. Right? And I mean, each one of them won a title, and then now they're all starting. So, like, it was cool. Someone photoshopped all their current you know teams on that that picture and it was just amazing so that's pretty cool and for the for the patriots to release cam newton uh when they already guaranteed him three and a half million should tell you enough uh about how much confidence they have with 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 mac so yeah so who do you think has the best rookie season then you got to pick one season i think i think mac has the best season um because you know, I think it's still as talented as uh, Lawrence and uh, Wilson are. I just think they don't have that much around them in terms of, uh, you know, offensive firepower. Right. They went out and got two tight ends, and Johnny, the Patriots did. They got Johnny Smith, Hunter uh, Henry, um, got a couple – Kendrick Bourne, the receiver, um, uh, Nelson Aguilar, I believe, too. Like, they, they went out and got weapons. And then the running backs um, have really – they showed a lot this preseason too. So um, I think Mac Jones is going to have the best rookie season out of uh, all the, the quarterbacks. Mark me down for Justin Fields. I'll take him. I think that Andy Dalton loses that job quicker than we all think. Okay. And I think 
he's a dynamic. I I watched a little bit of his uh, one of the preseason games, and I mean he's yeah. just running around. He's big. He's tall. He's he can move. He's he can throw. He's rocket arm. You know, like I think. Mm-hmm. Give me Justin Fields. I think that he'll be the starter by week three. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I would have picked him, but he's got to see the field in order to to win that. So, um, yeah, not going to happen. Uh, Hey, moving on to zone in. My gosh. One more live read. Zoneincbd.com, everybody, is where you go. It's Lofa's company, and it's the best CBD in the game. Zoneincbd.com. Use our promo code. Believe, B-L-E-A-B. For free shipping on all of your orders. Lofa, let's zone in on you. Okay. You're an actor now. What the <laughs> heck happened? What's going on with you? Uh, you, you know, wading my way, dipping my toe into the water. And, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I, you tell me. I don't know how this goes. Am I allowed to well, even are you gonna? Are you going to clam up? Are you going to be secretive? Do we have to call your people or something? What's happening? Yeah, maybe talk to my rep. Because uh, I, I just I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk well, you, about it. Or here, disclose. I'll help you out. You yeah. you shot a commercial. I think we can say that you shot a commercial, mm-hmm. and you're acting in the commercial. We won't say what it's for, but okay. people will probably see it soon. And I'm I'm just so happy for you, proud of you. How did it go? Like, wh- how was the day for you? I mean, you know what? You guys actually work hard. That's what I was. <laughs> I was probably you, Katie. You know, uh, hats off to you guys. I mean. That was a long day. Um, yeah, man. Showed up to the stadium at five. Didn't get home until two a.m. It was. Uh, I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, those are long this days. Is, this is real work. Yeah, but lots of snacks along the way, right? No, I guess you got snacks. Well, oh, you probably don't have any because it's like COVID times and stuff. But back in the day, like you just there's just like tables full of food. You just walk up, and start grabbing some stuff. Now That's I got to talk. How to long my rep. since I've been on a set? <laughs> Now I got to talk to my rep. No, oh, no I yeah. didn't get any snacks. Now talk to the whole team and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it went good though. You feel good with it. You feel like how, like how did the actual, did you have any diva moments? Did you throw a water bottle at anyone or anything like that? No, I oh. uh, was, a, you know, true professional. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it went, man. I, I, they said they were happy with it. So, I mean, is that a good sign? Yeah. Like, Cause you've done these before you, Katie, like, I don't know. You tell me. Mm, they always kind of tell you it went good. Yeah. I mean, that's what editing's for, right? <laughs> yeah. So did it make it look awesome? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so when I got there, I'll tell you this much. I got there and I did one other commercial last year for um Snoqualmie Casino, right? And you know, it was just in the locker room, like suiting up, right? No speaking parts. I was like, oh, this is easy. This is okay. awesome. Yeah. I get there and they hand me a script. And I was like, yo, what the hell is this? They're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't give you the storyboard. They didn't give you, I, was, I didn't get anything. They told me to show up at five. I'm here. <laughs> so now I'm going over the script and I was just like, oh, man, I would never say that shit. And uh, <laughs> so now how do you make that believable? I had to bring that script to life. You know, hey, that's what acting is, man. I think I did. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm excited. And if, and if I didn't, well, whatever. Grand opening, grand closing. Uh, we are way over time and out of time, but I'll just ask you off the top of your head. Who's the best uh, athlete turned actor of all time? Quick. Give me a name. I mean, fucking The Rock, <laughs> obviously. Like, oh, I said me. I swear it sounded like you said me. Oh, did, did it? 
it sounded like it. I don't know. Something happened maybe with the Zoom, but I'm sorry. That's why I started laughing. We should, we should take that and take them back from the top then. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. It's me. Uh, no. <laughs> just with you. Yeah. Why not? Um, right. I mean, it's the rock. Maybe the boss, you know, the boss and stone cold was pretty awesome. Oh, wow. Now you're no. just hating. Now you're just hating. It's the, rock. it's the rock or Arnold. There's no question about it. Let's wrap up the show. Arnold's not an athlete. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. What? Oh, man. We're going to get a lot of emails on that one. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. <sighs> Should Arnold even be included in the conversation for athlete turned actor? I think so. I think it's either Arnold or The Rock for me, but no. Wolfa doesn't agree. Um, Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Also, the social media. Believe in Seahawks, everybody. B L E A V in Seahawks. Uh, one more week until the, the official first game and everything like that. So we'll see you next week to get you guys ready for the regular season. Um, I got, we got to wrap this thing up. What do I do? I'm my gosh. I forgot how to wrap this thing up. What do we do? Oh yeah. Hands in the middle. Lofa. Let's break it down. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to break it down to? Whatever you want, bro. Uh, I wrote it down earlier. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, actors on three. Oh, fuck preseason. What, whatever you really want. <laughs> I wrote down thud rule. Gross. No. Actors. Woo. What? I, I joined the family. We're all actors now. I know, but thud rule's funny, and I've never heard it before. Now we got we to gotta start an acting podcast. Oh, man. Where That's I give cool. out tips on how to act. <laughs> all right, fine. You yell it out then. Lead us through it. Okay. Well, I did. I signed a Screen Actors Guild card. It was amazing. All right. <laughs> Oh no. He's in the union now? Oh no. I am. I'll be at I'll be at the next uh meeting. Actors on three. One, two, three. Actors! Actors! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.